another episode of Not Your Average Netizens. I am here with my lovely co-podcasters, Nat. Hey! And Jamin. Hello. And we're back for another week, for another week of K-pop goodness, some more music reviews, topics to discuss. How's everybody doing? I think I'm okay. Alive. I feel like, other than being very hungry, I'm okay. And you know what? I'm thinking about right now. (laughs) I'm thinking about what were were the results of our last poll? Do we have the results? I should check that, actually. Okay, because I'm like, the results were not in the thing. Yeah, I totally Um, forgot about that. Sorry. My bad. (laughs) Y'all, if you're our new segment, we're having a lot of fun with it, as you can probably tell. Right. <laughs> I want to be the first to apologize for the poll. It wasn't my fault. It was actually Nat's fault. Nat kind of devised that poll. But I did want to apologize that you had to see it with your own two eyes. So, so you know, people are logical. So people be crazy. One with 56%. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We should, we should. What was the question? Why were netizens or XOLs mad at Chen for Sehun's recent controversy? Which, and you know, the controversy was that he knocked up some girl that he'd been dating for a long time, allegedly. So, people be crazy. One with fifty six percent. Chen got Sehun pregnant was second with twenty five percent, and then <laughs> Chen started a bad trend was was third with nineteen percent. So nobody could believe that Chen would have been the one to get pregnant. (laughs) Which I said last week, because if you know anything about ABO or like Omega Verse, you know, them alphas, they don't be like, they can get pregnant in some stories, but they really usually don't be getting pregnant. And Chen is totally an alpha, which is probably why he's married to you. I really hate that. (laughs) <laughs> I am so sorry to y'all. I mean, nothing nothing against, like, all you Omega Alphas out there. It's just, she did not have to, like, go through the analysis like that. I think it's quite funny that so many people seriously voted <laughs> that Chin got seven pregnant. <laughs> I don't know why that, that visual is funny to me, but it's very funny. Not that it's funny in general. I know people are going to take the wrong way. It's not funny to that. It's funny because it's Sehun. <laughs> That's why it's funny. It's ridiculous. Um, That's why it's funny. Yes. You said what? <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. It's like... <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I personally... I think I voted for the the neither one of the pregnancy ones and neither and not the first one. So whatever that one that was, I think I voted for that one on air. So it's good to see that so many people have responded and so many people have really powerful feelings about this topic i am happy to hear it um this week's poll however is a little bit more within the realm of like reality <laughs> yes no it's not lame it's fun it, it's, it's, so it's fun. really lame it's just not it's as such fun a lame topic. it's not as fun Let's as see. the stuff that we did before sorry what do you say ash oh no i just say it was very safe 
Nice. Yeah, you know, sometimes, guys, we are not controversial. Sometimes we're just, you know, doing what everybody be doing. We're going with the flow. We're good. So, so what is the question? Coachella just happened, and we just had Genchella. It was fantastic. It was everything that the world needed to heal. And Jackson Wang was also there. We'll talk about that performance later because it was fire. But our poll question for this episode is, what K-pop group should headline Coachella next? Okay. Yes. I want to hear y'all's thoughts first because I do have some thoughts about this. But let's start with Ash. Who should be next? I mean, for me, this is probably more of a fantasy pick, but they're the only people that I think honestly could own that stage. At least a girl group that could own that stage. And that's 21. It will probably never happen, but I would have liked for them to have had like just like a greatest hit stage. And even if they never perform again, if they were able to get something with the amount of like production quality and stuff that Blackpink got, chef's kiss. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think well, Matt. it would be 21 and or Big Bang. I, I'm still pissed because Big Bang were technically supposed to be the first K-pop group to be at Coachella. And then that kind of fell apart during the whole COVID thing. And then with like, you know, top not resigning and everything that's gone on since then. But I think Big Bang is a group that's just made for Coachella. And then like 21 would be their counterpart as well too. Though I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not even really I'm not like a Sone, but SNSD doing G at Coachella would be kind of fire. Not gonna lie. <laughs> like can you no, G or like Genie at Coachella? I think that would be pretty fire. But yes. That that's who I would pick. How about you, Jimin? Honestly, I wouldn't put a single K-pop group at Coachella. <laughs> out, of, out of the but beyond the people that have already gone, and and Big Bang. And a big part of that reason is because I think Coachella has a certain vibe that you have to match the vibe. And I also think Coachella is like going down in quality as a festival. I think Lollapalooza is going to go up and be way better. And so, so will other festivals like Burning Man and things like that, because the kids these days are more into like these sort of, I, those festivals tend to attract more like alternative type music. Mm-hmm. Whereas Coachella is kind of mainstream in a weird way, but it's like the, it's like the most, it's like the mainstream where people think it's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not like the mainstream, like, oh, Taylor Swift type of thing. It's like mainstream, like, The weekend. You know what I mean? It's like, okay. Like, but it's a festival that's kind of going down. So I kind of really wouldn't see, want to see any more K-pop groups do Coachella. I think the next big thing is Lollapalooza. That's my yeah. prediction. Yeah, and I think that obviously... And then, oh, okay, one, one more, sorry. One more that I don't want to see. Two more. I don't want to see any of them at Summer Jam, and I don't want to see any of them at Freak Nick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I Nick is scary any of them. Like, freaking Stray Kids at Freak Nick. <laughs> <laughs> that would be... Oh I, I don't think they would that should be terrified. Yes. What K-pop group can you imagine at Freak Nick? None of them. Maybe got Ooh, seven. That's like a great or who, question. Or who, would be, or who would be, like, the most interesting? Who would go? Or, or, or who would go? 
God 7 would definitely be there. I mean, God 7 God would definitely be, go. They would be like, That's no, their seat. We, we don't even need to headline. We will be there. So no, I'll tell seven. you, I'll tell you what, not a single girl group will be at Freak Nick. I oh, can I tell you that it. now. No, I think you know who would be there? New Jeans. Silent G Idol. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> that's really interesting. Silent G Idol would be at Freak Nick. Um, Actually, Mama now that you say that, I think that I think that in hype it might try to slide up in there. I can see Hype trying to get their groups there for real. Oh, okay, Costa. how about we put that? Ash, do you have any any options? Because we need four. So, like, just oh. God Seven is definitely on that list. But who else would you think would be there? I don't know the group, but. If not Mama Muda Fasa would probably try to yeah. slide in there. I think she feels like she would. So okay. Jesse. I mean with how Jesse would yeah. definitely try to slide up the freak. You know what? Why don't we just not do K pop group? We'll do Jesse, Got Seven, Fasa, and J Park. J- I mean, come on now. That's like the perfect <laughs> They would all go no questions asked. <laughs> And be varying levels. Be there will be varying levels of scared of all the black people. <laughs> like, right, 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 right. Okay, that's gonna be our poll question. So, who do you think is more likely to go to Freak Next? J Park, Kwasa, Jesse, or God Seven? And you know, let us know why you picked who you picked. Because I'm really interested in that. Because I feel like those four artists honestly would be pretty fire night. Not gonna lie. Not gonna lie, it would be pretty fire. But also, I honestly think Jay Park would be the first to run. Oh, I'd be scared. He, <laughs> you could tell black people probably scare him. So I'm not. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised about that. But anyways, yes, let us know. So let us get into comebacks, debuts, and debuts. all of that fun things that's happening. So we together had watched two MVs. We watched Ivy's new I Am, and we watched NCT Doji Jung's Perfume. So Wait, can we, guys- before, I, yeah. Yeah. I just don't even want to, I want to say the best of these for last. Okay. So, okay. so I'll say this. Yes. I had no clue Espa was coming back. Why did nobody tell me? Oh, it literally just came out today. Like they just, oh. it, like a couple hours ago. I honestly yeah. only knew about it because I, I it popped up on my feed because I watch Espa content. So. I think the fans are kind of disappointed too because of was it not being a full album or it's a mini it is another mini yeah. but also it looks like they might be dead in the whole Kwangya thing because this mv looks nothing like anything we've seen before <laughs> it like it looks very soft it's not like you know hardcore rap bass heavy kind of stuff that we've been seeing from them it's not like that crazy stuff so i don't know i wouldn't be shocked because it's also too like it's very much in the sm tradition to start something and not finish it. And not finish it, yeah. They just like, oop, it didn't work after we half-assed tried it for a year and a half. So let's move on to something else. <laughs> Actually, that is that is the truth about SM. So yeah, they're coming back. We don't know what the song is going to be like. We don't Wait, know I wonder if all the ESPA stands that were getting on NCT Johnny, mm-hmm. I wonder if they're going to like eat their words now because... He was like, I don't understand the Kwangya stuff. And they got mad at him. And if it's gone now, then. I mean, yeah, if it's gone, then it's like, yeah, I don't know. If you watch the like the little trailer, it's like 43 seconds. It's literally them in like a desert or like on like they're outside in nature and it's really soft. They have like flowing outfits. Their hair, they're all in white. It's definitely not anything we've seen from them before. So unless Novice is going to pop out. Soon, I, I mean, maybe she will. 
but I don't think that's going to be the case. It looks like a summer song, like, so we'll see. But yeah, Kwang might be dead. Actually, <clears throat> at South by Southwest, they were supposed to do like a whole novice debut. Remember that didn't happen. So it's, it's, they're, they're, what is it called? Quite quitting. They're quite quitting with the Kwangya world stuff, metaverse stuff. And maybe they're just going to be a regular group from here on in. Very interesting. So who else came back? Apent came back with D&D. I liked it. Not gonna lie, I kind of like their fierce, sexy, like, we're mature women era, but this is, like, a really uplifting song, and it's the first song since, so it's cute. It's cute. And then Lee Seraphim are coming back with Unforgiven, and it looks like it's a full album, but it also looks like they just redid, like, three of their old songs, so that's probably why it's a full album. They've got <laughs> a lot of, like, images and stuff, like, random, like, concept stuff that doesn't really match like there's stuff with them with angel wings and yes. then there's one where there's like a cowboy themed thing but they're like in a office <laughs> and they have like horses and they like are wearing like cowboy gear I, I don't know it doesn't really give much emphasis on like what the concept is so I'm kind of curious on that end yeah no you're right they are like I, you know they're doing that very like artsy kind of aesthetic and I bet you the song's gonna be like just kind of generic not generic but like I don't think it's gonna match what we're seeing because we're also seeing a lot of things that don't really connect as much yeah um, it's just like deep but for photography that's what it's given but I've actually like really warmed up to Lee Seraphim I I've watched some of the like behind the scenes stuff and they're really cute and fun girls so I mean, whoa, I'm I'm interested. Fearless did grow on me. Not fearless. Anti-fragile really did grow on me. So well, I'm hoping, you know, that they continue to trend. 2023 has been pretty good for girl groups so far. So I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, not been a Lisa FM stand for a minute now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's talk about, oh, there's some other comebacks that I didn't put on the list, but like Soyu from from Sistar is going to be coming back as well. One Us just announced that they're going to be coming back too. And Shiny. So Taman's doing a fan meet. Like, I'm back kind of fan meet. So I... Yes. And, and I think Baekhyun confirmed that Shiny will be back in like June or July. So... Did you say Baekhyun confirmed it? Yeah, Baekhyun. Not Shiny, sorry. EXO is going to be back in June or July. I think Shiny... Chinese comeback, I think, is earlier than that. So we'll see, though. I mean, I'm really excited. To, actually, EXO had a fan meet as well, too, in Korea. And they did a bunch of songs. And it was, I mean, they didn't do Temple, unfortunately. Was Dio but, there? Oh, yeah. Everybody was there. It was good. It was a good time. Except for Lay. I've been seeing them editing. I've been seeing SOLs editing Lay into stuff. Yeah. I'm like, how many times do Lay got to tell y'all? I mean, it's not in this group no more. No, no. Lay's been, I'm, Lay's has come out and said like he's an exo member till he dies he's like whenever they need me if i i'm not like okay so we would love to see you at the music video right <laughs> i mean he showed up for tempo he literally had three shots i know because i love like he has three shots yeah. in that video <laughs> he 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 went to the green screen that he has in his house <laughs> filmed it put on a usb and mailed it to korea he did not go to korea honey no, no, in Temple. That man is not stepping inside of that country. In Temple, he was in Korea. In Can't Fight the Feeling, he was in front of a green screen. So, Temple, he was there. And he also flew over 
to Korea just to say good enlistment to, to Dio. It was actually like really. That's actually kind of funny. <laughs> good enlistment. What like, literally, like all these people are enlisted and we didn't see Lei at all. But Dio enlisted and Lei's like, oh, let me let me book a flight with Air China just right now. Like, and he showed up and he took a picture of the group guys. And also SME on their YouTube on their Twitter page, they promoted Lay's single, his recent single, even though he's not with the company anymore. So like they're really trying to keep it like we're all still EXO, EXO forever, you know, whatever. SM is so fake. I hate that company. <laughs> well, in in better news, I am was cute. Love it. Perfume was also cute. I am I'm happy they decided to go with a mellow, you know, route, which I guess is the only way they could have gone with this group of men. Like, I, and it would have been very strange if they came out with like the, you know, Simon Says, like Cherry Bomb, <laughs> right. NCT right, stuff. Right. And, and we knew this is what they were going to give. And it was cute. It was sexy. Okay, cute and sexy or shouldn't go hand in hand. But you know what I mean? Like, it was nice to see. And I don't care what nobody says. I feel like Jehan. He's growing on me again. He has like a way about him. And let me know if y'all know what I'm talking about. Because I'm not exactly sure what I'm talking about. I just Listen, feel it. Jaycon uh, has a vibe. He has a very sexy, I am, like he could be like a not creepy version of James Bond. You know what I mean? Like that sexy you know, he just kind of feels like, masculine, like nothing is happening in that brain of his. Absolutely not. But he and looks like a lot's going on back there. But there's not anything going on back there. Yeah, there's de- there's definitely nothing happening there. And he's it's, it's Aquarius energy. Y'all y'all not gonna get it. It's Aquarius. There's nothing going on in that brain, and it's it's beautiful sight. I wanted to say something, but I can't say it. This is a PG thirteen show. Is it? <laughs> we're oh, talking about like mega verse stuff at the beginning of this episode. That's I a mean. great point. It's <laughs> a great point. That's funny, but yes, no, Jehan. We'll have a conversation about yeah, that on uh, Patreon. Energy, BDE energy. We'll keep it cute. We'll keep it internet cute. BDE. You can just say BDE. That's like saying rip in peace. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry, guys. I was, I was born in the '80s. Internet slang is a little too. It, it's 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 done too much for me. I've I've saw some stuff on TikTok that I don't understand. Like I know they're saying words, but I don't understand what they mean. So, yeah, yeah, All right. <laughs> but so, yeah, so, yeah, so congratulations to Jehan for being able to have that like, just very beautiful masculine. I don't even know what I mean by the word masculine. Anti shout out to whoever gave him blonde hair because oh why? yes. He's not, I don't think he's meant to be a blonde person. I just don't. He's not. I feel like nobody in NCC is meant to be blonde, except right. for maybe Taeyong a little bit, because when he debuted, yeah, he, everybody called him Jack Cross. Yeah, he did. He looks pretty good as a blonde, but like not Jaehan. And also Jaehan was like super covered up in comparison to everybody in that MV. I thought it was really interesting, the sexiest man being covered up. But hey, I'm not. Yeah, you and your conspiracies. I'm not a um, character there. So, you know, what, what can okay. I say? Um, well, yeah. let's move to the topics what's going on so these are some updates so you know we've been talking about ravi and his whole situation where he tried to scam the military because you know he pretended that he he submitted documents saying that he had like epilepsy so that he could do desk duty 
and it came out that he had a broker and that broker helped a whole bunch of other people. So Ravi put out like this big apology saying that he was leaving VIX officially and, you know, apologizing to the people in his company. And the gist of it was basically that COVID really fucked up business for him and his company. And because he's the only artist at the time who was generating profits, you know, and because COVID messed up the contract that they had signed previous to it, you know, really popping off, it was a kind of a burden with all these like cancellation charges and things like that. So he was like desperate to delay his military service. So that's why he made this desperate and in his words, foolish decision to sort of submit these fraudulent documents. And so then he apologized. I like that he apologized to epilepsy patients and their families, because a lot of times when people do these kind of things, they don't really apologize to like actual groups who, you know, have to go through sort of the stigma, you know, being disabled and or having people with disabilities in their family and like what, you know, having to, I think you know, sign up for certain sort of social services kind of does to you and to your pride and things like that. So he did apologize to them and he apologized to the fans and to the people, obviously, like, you know, in his group and things like that who mattered. So he's, yeah, that was his apology. And I honestly, like, there's a lot to be said about Ravi, but I think that this is like actually like a very realistic thing that people go through, especially in a country that puts so much pressure on performing and succeeding and, you know, like looking the part, even if you aren't really being the part like Korea. And, you know, this is also probably why some of these artists should not be making their own companies because not everybody, you know, should be like, if it's a one man company and he didn't have to think about like paying artists and things like that, or people that he assigned to it, it would have been a different kind of outcome because it really would have just been him and his people. But he had actual artists like Wien was signed to his company. Wasn't A. Lee also signed to his company at one point? So like he had actual artists that were there that were dependent on him in some way. So it it is really unfortunate, but you got to face your consequences. So I don't know. He's the maximum requested sentence is two years, which is crazy because none of them burning sun people. I don't think I think the most anybody got was like 2.5 years. but you know, Korean, the Korean justice society, like system is just real fucked up, like it is here as well, I guess. But yeah, so that is an update on the Ravi situation. We'll let you know if he goes to jail or if he gets a suspended sentence. And yeah, sorry to the Vix fans. They already lost another member for talking shit, for getting drunk and talking shit online. So they've lost a second member and probably one of their more popular members at that. Do you guys have any thoughts on that at all or... No. Although it wasn't Ravi. He was the one that we used to always drag, right? Or specifically Jimin, yes. Yes. <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> Cause I learned about the bad things that Ravi did through from you. Because I didn't actually know about that stuff, but I also was not that into Vix. So Yeah, I, I wasn't either, know. but I remember he kept trying to claim to be a part. He kept perpetrating like he was in Taman's friend group. Because, you know, Taman, you know, this is all very high school, all very catty, all very mean girls. But, you know, Taman is the Regina George, you know, and, of the idols. And, like, oh, all he, he had a bunch of, like, he's got, like, this really core friend group. And they, like, they're, like, his little ducklings because he's so, you know, he's the mama duckling. Mom. 
And Ravi wanted to be with one of those ducklings. And he's talking about, oh, yeah, like I'm best friends with Shiny Tim and I'm best friends with Exo Kai. And the reality of it is, is he's friend of a friend of them. And like, they don't claim him like that. I mean, they say nice things sometimes because they meet. But like he tried to perpetrate something else, which was very much like tarnishment. He was tarnishing their good names because Ravi is trash. So yeah, that's that was that was that's my philosophy. Okay, it's not it's nothing wrong with that. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you try to make it seem like I just came out of nowhere. No, no, I believe it. I mean, he's Korean. <laughs> I believe it. I don't like. I don't think it takes me. It doesn't take a lot to convince me that somebody has probably said something in a, like offensive or you know racist, homophobic, whatever. Like, especially Ravi's the most trash from Korea. I'm sorry. Like, no offense. Like, I'm. I know that there are great Koreans who don't do that and whatever. But you know, I also follow a lot of celebrities in Korea, and so what I see tends to be like this, unfortunately, and it's a lot of shit. So sorry, guys. So another update is, so we know that Luna has had some problems. I don't know if Luna is Luna anymore, but you know, whatever. So Chu signs contract with ATRP, which is a subsidiary of BY4M Studio. And I think Blackberry was trying to sue them to prevent Chu from being able to promote with them, with this company. Because Blackberry is not letting go. like at all so that's going on while on the other hand here artemis i think that's i don't know if they're calling themselves artemis or artemis whatever it basically it's odd eyed circle and kijin formerly of luna have signed with mod house and they're going to be a new group so yeah i mean odd eye circle was their most successful subunit so it makes sense. And he didn't was their leader. I mean, hey, if Luna comes out with a comeback, it just means that Vivi will finally get lines. So, hey, maybe this was always written in the stars. Who knows? But yes, that is an update on Luna now and now Artemis and now Chu. So we got three. If you're from that Lunaverse and that Lunasphere and you actually like the girls and you're not at gaze, you have three artists that you can follow now. So good, more content. All right. So the next one is Mile's Lien. Fucked up. I feel like that's really kind of what you could say about a lot of people on this list today. But his was very specific because it was actually like, I mean, not that the other ones are not serious, but this is actually not great. So he was under fire for writing Save Me while using a flood filter on the ninth anniversary of the Seawall tragedy. Jesus. Mm. Yeah. So this was on Weverse. And yeah, I don't know. I, I, I honestly... Oh my God, he, he's Japanese. Yeah. They like make, they're making a big deal out of the, the Japanese part in the article, so that's why I like said that. Yeah. Why I okay? Did he say it was to commemorate the Sewell Flat Ferry, or was it just random and people are connecting it to the Sewell Ferry? I mean, it was on the anniversary of it, and he used a flood filter. I don't know. Maybe he was watching Titanic, 
And like, that's what he was trying to. Well, because apparently the caption was save me reason why our company needs to move soon. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Is it possible it was bad timing or? It could have been bad timing. As I said, he could have literally just been watching Titanic and got that idea from that too. Right. Because I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of different ways that you could say that you want to leave your company. Flood filters are not that. So, I mean, there has to be a reason that he, he chose that. But it could have literally been he was on his phone. That was the first one that came up. And he said, hey, let me send that to my fans. I don't know. But I, I don't think, I, like, I haven't seen any comments from the company. So it's not looking good because this is definitely something you want to be on top of. You don't want to fall behind on a story like this. Not yeah. with something as serious as the Seawolf Ferry tragedy. So just, you know. I hope, I hope that if it was done, if it was just like a coincidence that, you know, the company comes out and they, you know, say what needs to be said. <sighs> okay. So Jay Park, friend of the podcast, has started his own company, a new company, after he stepped down from his previous two companies, Higher Music and AOMG. And he was saying that he's actually dropping a boy group. I mean, if you can believe it, that's his ambition. He's also has a soju line, like that is crazy popular in Korea, crazy crazy popular in Korea, and so it looks like he has now signed Jesse, also a friend of the podcast. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I don't know. This is this is it. Th- they seem like a very natural. Yeah, compliments to each other. It um, makes a lot of sense as to why they would be doing business together. Yeah, absolutely. So More Vision is the name of his new label. And yeah, I guess the first artist that he signed was a Holy Bang, which is that female dance crew from Street Woman Fighter, which was hugely popular. Were they the ones who had that that performance with the braids or whatever, like that went viral? Because it was like, do you guys remember during the, the era of Stormfighter? No. Oh. oh, okay. Oh my god, I feel like the news cycle is just so fast, it's really hard to remember things. So recently. fast? Oh my uh, goodness. Yeah. But there was a group there that had like this really weird performance that like was kind of offensive, but like not surprising. And Honey Jay, I think, was like the leader of that dance crew. She signed like an individual contract for more vision. So, you know, Jay Park is you he succeeds i mean you gotta say in business jay park will always succeed so i think it is definitely like a really good fit for both of them because they're both asian american koreans who you know went back to korea to be idols at the beginning but sort of branch into other things so hey we'll see how that goes all right so the next story is mnet continues to be the worst so the makers of Queendom, which I loved, and then the Queendom from last year, which was eh, kind of okay, decide that their next Queendom is going to be called Queendom Puzzle. And basically, yeah, basically, they're going to take an already established group and some female soloists 
and they're going to put them together and then they're going to tear it apart to make the best group out of these girls. Oh my God, that's just a survival show. It's just oh, basically, so basically, because Queendom is supposed to be a show celebrating, you know, girl groups and and solo soloists, female soloist artists in Korea, and you know the love and the support that they give each other. Like that literally was the point of Queendom in the beginning. And then last year was a bit more competitive, in my opinion. And now they're really just going the competitive the competition route. And this is actually after they. Did you hear that they hired back some of the people who were charged and actually went to jail for manipulating the Produce 101 series? Oh, that was smart. Yeah, so they rehired these dudes and they just, you know, I guess because they they did, they they took the blame. So, allegedly, I don't know. But that is what's happening. So, and that just continues to be the worst of all time. I'm, I'm just, I'm really upset. But anyways, mm-hmm. let's get to the next story. All right, so Rosie from Blackpink has had an interesting time, you know, world, world tour, successful. To say the least. Yeah, it, it's, you know, Coachella, successful. You know, she's still, is she national? She's Tiffany's, I think, right? Tiffany's girl, success. And so there was a photo of Rosie and some people who I assume do drugs noticed that there were some drugs behind her on the table with these white people. You and... see some people who you assume do drugs? <laughs> I don't oh, yeah, know what it looks like, right? I mean, right, I, right. I wouldn't know what it was, but these people were very, very certain that there were some drugs on the table. And so I know that YGE did swoop in and say, like, no, this is not a drug situation. It's not the, like, she would never, ever, say. Right. But this has also spiraled into another situation because the gentleman that Rosie was sitting next to is a 42-year-old man. And uh, allegedly, people are saying that they're dating. Like, there are, like, proof, you know, because they had matching necklaces. They were wearing the same bomber jacket. She attended a VIP party or VIP premiere that I guess that he was at. And they have a whole bunch of events that they both sort of went to. Also, uh, uh, because they both play guitar, that is another reason that they could be dating. I mean, nothing beats the Orioles situation with Baekhyun and Tan, but... This is pretty silly. Wait, what uh, was the Oreo situation? I feel like I, I forget this story like every three years. So I honestly like, I just remember the picture of the broken Oreos. I guess they both put it on social media, like these pictures of some Oreos or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and people assume that they were messages to each other. Because literally like a lot of the dating scandals that people have, people assume that like these idols are sending messages to each other secretly. Like, that's how they communicate or something. I actually, oh. some of those I low-key believe because right. I feel like the, then they usually, usually with those, they tend to end up, like, come out later. It's like we're dating or whatever. And I feel like the reason why I believe it is just because, like, not all the time, but, like, that's, it, I don't know, it just seems too coincidental. But also, if you think about it, it's really stupid. Like, right. Do Because do, then it gets into that question of, like, 
okay, do you want people to know? Do you not want people to know? Like, why are you, you know, what's the point in doing this so publicly when you can just create a Finsta? Yeah. So, okay. So here's the story. So netizens found a secret message Tan had sent to Baekhyun with Oreo cookies because in which Baek means white in Chinese and Hyun means black. And the cap, the photo's caption was also today with no fill. I'm doing, I'm going crazy because of you. Hashtag Oreo. And then Baekhyun's birthday cake also had Oreos on it. So the smashed Oreos were the fans who were so upset about this that they smashed Oreos and took pictures of it and put it online for people to see. It was an act of solidarity for their feelings. Okay, that's very dramatic. But even though <laughs> that's actually really clever, the whole like Baekhyun Oreo thing, that's really clever. That's all I got. I, I feel like it's clever, but the, that's it. <laughs> it's still, don't y'all think it's kind of stupid that idols do this, though? Like, idols yeah. really do be doing that. They, like, do the whole, like, I'm going to take a picture in the same place. It's like, why, like, I'm going to take a picture of somebody, me holding somebody's hand. And, you know, like, it's just like, you don't want, yeah. do you want people to know or not? Like, you know you're a celebrity. Put I think, this on your private account. I think that, like, some, like, for a lot of people, they want to be free with, like, who they love or whatever. So. I think that's where that kind of stems from the idea that they could like secretly give each other messages and it make you know, sneaking around makes it sexier for a lot of people. So I think that's mm. really also what that's about, you know, just human nature. Like we like to make things. More I guess these K dramas and stuff be realistic then. Well, they definitely <laughs> are realistic with the bullion. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it was also that's realistic true. with the other stuff. Because I used to, because I don't watch K-dramas, but like when I watch Thai dramas and stuff, and they do like this whole, we're going to secretly date, but we're going to do it out in public, in open, in the most obvious way. And I'll be like, that's not realistic. But after hearing Taehyung posting an Oreo to me, Beckett, I mean, anything is possible. <laughs> right. Rosie with her cocaine picture, I mean, alleged cocaine pictures. Right. <laughs> alleged. I mean, like, it's not, it's not like a secret that a lot of, celebrities do drugs to stay awake and stuff i think that i think the thing is though is a lot of people scandalized by it when it's k-pop because it's like of course come on now we every single every single west huh oh no i was about to say despite the fact that there's a huge meth problem over there right i feel like every single western artist when they do drugs they're very open about it yeah and so i think that you know it just it's just the fact they're not as open about it that makes it such a scandal when they do drugs now i'm not saying you should do cocaine i think there's a there's a clear difference between like marijuana and then everything else right like like even other like marijuana and other psychedelics and then when you get into like stimulants and stuff like that and all the the stuff that's like physically addictive you know what i mean like your body cannot function without it Right. That's scary. And that's probably something where you would definitely want to talk to somebody about that issue. So I'm not saying like everybody just does cocaine because that's like ridiculous. Like cocaine is it is a stimulant. It's a very serious drug. But I am saying that like it somehow is not super shocking to me because I just feel like if it's true, which I don't know, I don't know. I don't know what lines of cocaine look like. So I don't know. But if it were to be true, it I mean. It is what it is. Everybody else does it. And also, you know, even if they didn't, who am I to like, you know, say something about something that and I don't even understand where where the drug thing is coming from. Yeah. I mean, the thing with cocaine, right, is that it's a natural sort of anesthesia that people have been using for like hundreds of years. So 
it's not surprising. Anesthesia? Yeah, that, yeah, that's what they used to use it for, like the indigenous South Americans. Oh, I thought that was morphine. I thought cocaine was more, because cocaine's an, a stimulant, so it, it would be very weird to use that to go to sleep. Well, I, I, I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, obviously, yeah. like people's oh. understanding of science changes too. So, like, you might think something. I remember back in the day, shoot, back in the day, there would be some crazy stuff. Now, the idea of local medicine is actually very new. Remember, like they used to, what was it? They used to call them barbers or something like that. Like, oh my god, like, have you the medieval times? Right. They said you go to the barber shop and you walk out with a lobotomy. Right, like basically. People didn't go to the doctor, not because it's expensive, you know, like it is here, or the doctor might harm you, like that might happen, you know, depending on your race, gender, kind of stuff like that here. But because literally the only option a lot of the times was to bleed you, leech you, or cut something off. So those were the only reasons, but those are the only things that they did. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Can you, so, can you imagine you go to the medieval hair salon and they start doing open heart surgery? <laughs> 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 can you just take a little a little off the off the side here just you know even it out <laughs> chopping into your neck but yes uh so we don't know what the drug is guys because we're good girls but who knows who knows we're not here to judge anybody we judge people justifiably i don't think that it's pers- personally i don't think it's that big of a deal but I mean, I think I'm I'm more on the, on the line of like, don't date a 40 year old Rosie, then don't do whatever you're doing, you know. I uh, always get scared by that because I think of Mariah Carey and Tommy Mottola. Right, right. Yeah. Right. And We're apparently going- he's the guy is like a big act, I'm like a really big actor in South Korea and he's from like a really big because apparently he there was some kind of like big scandal that got covered up that involved him really and i read it somewhere and it's like out of my head but apparently the the implication was was that he was from a really like well-off family and the only reason that it didn't blow up was because he had the influence and money to to get it covered up so yeah i mean it, i you know depending on how much influence he has like it could turn into a tommy matola situation i mean i hopefully not but it seems like he's very well respected so oh okay wow okay well i mean hey she's an adult she's gonna do what she wants to do and live her life and nope her fans will support her so there you go also in Blackpink news, Pink Chella, as they were calling it, happened over the weekend. We, you guys haven't watched it. We're gonna do a live reaction to Pink Chella for Patreon, so we're definitely gonna get into it. I don't wanna spoil anybody, so I'm not gonna really go in depth or anything like that with what happened. But I enjoyed it a lot. Jennifer Kim, I mean, she was just so amazing. <laughs> like, remember last time they did Coachella, and we we're like. Ooh, Jenny's tired by like halfway through this performance. Yeah. It wasn't that case this time. Oh. She was like, she was louder than the backtrack. She was dancing her ass off. If they could fit in a swear word, they would. They were swearing their asses off that day. Oh, yeah, I saw that. There were some memes about that. There was like an explicit version of money. Literally, she recorded an explicit version of money just for Coachella. So she could be cool for Coachella? Oh. Right, right. 
How cool. Um, we love right. it. <laughs> Popular girls. Right. Rosie also was so impressive. Like she she's definitely always been very stable, like vocally, but she really was there to perform her ass off. It was an impressive performance. It actually made me want to look into getting tickets for their encore tour, which like I before would never have seen Blackpink in concert unless the tickets were free. But this this show actually did give me faith that they would put on a really good show. So I liked it. I'm excited for us to watch it together because I think we're gonna. I think we'll have a good time. Uh, I feel like after this, they really need to like. They cannot go back to like before because if they do, they're gonna. You know, saying like their fans are really using this as like, see, you know, when they want to perform, they definitely can. Absolutely. So to me, this is like you have no excuse now. Like you guys have your encore performances. There's only four of them, right? I think there's like four encore yeah. performances. So yes. like, you know, they they should be able to get the energy up for that. I think. Yeah. No, and I think too, it shows a lot of what like actively just performing like add on a tour is so important for your performance because Blackpink in the beginning, not great. Blackpink even at the beginning of this tour, not great. Like you saw, remember all the memes and stuff and the videos and how like Lisa and Rosie were fighting on stage and shit. Like it was a crazy But that's time. the thing, like how did they turn around so quick? Like unless it was just a situation of, you know, them understanding the importance of this being so many people seeing it like you better go out there and do your damnedest <laughs> like yeah, but i think it's also because of the fact that like they're such a separate like they're in a group but they do so much solo work mm. that it's probably just weird when they have to get back together because it's like you know most k-pop groups are, they spend all their time together yeah and they don't because they they make so much money and they're like flying off to New York and the show in Paris and like Milan and like all these different things that they're doing. And they're all like fairly successful. They're all like the muses of these huge fashion houses. So, and their fan bases are full. Their fan base is full of Akes, myself included. I'm a Jenny Ake. I've accepted it. So like, yeah, that's kind of, I think also a reason that it's just really awkward for them when they get back together. And then Eagles might come in the way of it. So who knows? But there is rumors on the streets that they have resigned their contract with YGE, which a lot of people were not expecting. I think a lot of people expected them to sign with Black Label, like Taehyung did, because Teddy is basically the person who makes our music. So yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, but I feel like they make so much money. Like YGE is probably like hanging on to them for dear dear life. Like right, right, all of that. So I right, we'll see. We'll see. But also at Coachella was Jackson Wang. And he brought out Sierra for his performance, which is pretty fire. They did One Two Step. Jimin, you'll love this. They did a Why? remix version of XG's Left Right. What? Yes, it was amazing. <laughs> it was very so random. Good. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, and they actually have a song together that just went on to, like, all the platforms and stuff like that. I'm going to look it up right now because I forgot what the title is. But it was, like, I feel like if you're going to do Coachella, you have to bring out, like, a surprise celebrity guest. Like, there's no reason to, like, not bring one out. And it was so random for him to bring out Sierra. They have a song called Slow, 
It's on your platform, guys. It's a fire song as well. And they perform, like, Jackson performed his ass off. I think he could, he should be on a bigger stage and maybe a later time next time he does Coachella because I think he's earned it for sure. But yeah, it was really very impressive. And DPR Ian, Ian, why did I say Ian? Ian was there as well, too. <laughs> did we know? Oh, sorry. No, sorry. I was going to say that he was shirtless and looking fine as always. But yes, what were you going to say? Oh, just a curiosity because I figure like you might know since you are the Got Seven person. Hi. Like, how how do Jackson's songs do? Because I know he's re- he's released quite a few of them. Like, oh, they do pretty well. I think they get like a lot more traction, obviously, because his songs are in English, so they're a little bit more radio friendly over here. And he does a lot of like really poppy stuff, like performance based, especially like even from the stuff that we listened to before, like One Thousand Ways or Bullet to the Heart or whatever. Like he was always very big on the performance aspect of the song as well. Magic Man was very like it was impressive, like in terms of the scope, in terms of the artistic sort of vision of it and in just in regards to the music it was very very impressive and he committed like if you see his his outfit like he committed to it so i mean i think that he's i think he is the most successful soloist from god seven in that regard but like they're all doing well like bam bam was at the you know that show where you they shoot you the water bomb thingy that's bam bam was there the other day he had his shirt off too you know Yugim has been shirtless. As one at, does. Yeah, Yugim mm. was at AMG, was doing his tour with AMG, I think, and he was also his shirt wasn't his shirt was on, but it was open. Kids are growing up. Kids are growing up. JB, honestly, if somebody like people have to remind me that JB has enlisted because this man be everywhere, taking pictures, putting stuff on IG. Like it feels like he hasn't enlisted. Like if he popped up, like a picture of him popped up at Coachella, I'd be like. Hmm, that makes sense. Because I just don't believe that this man has enlisted. <laughs> but anyways, and Jin Young is going to enlist. He already put up a notice. I had a rough day when I heard about it. Not going to lie. But Jin Young is going to enlist soon as well. And who else is there? Mark. Oh, Mark is taking photos. He, he's doing a lot of work for, I think, Calvin Klein or something. But he's doing a lot of underwear modeling these days. Hmm. So, yeah. And Young Jay just took a break from his radio show. So prayers and and kisses to him because i love Yoon jay as well and yeah that was like an unofficial god seven update guys in case you wondered what the what the sevens are doing that's what they're doing <laughs> uh, so lastly we have a fake scandal and i say it's a fake scandal because i call it a scandal stupid it, but yeah <laughs> jimin do you want to introduce it well i don't even know what happened i guess i could try and then you can fill in the gaps sure so, TXT has a member called Tehan, who is the second to youngest member in the group. He quite literally debuted when he was like, what, 16, 17? But he was recently spotted at a club in Korea. I don't know what kind of club it was, but the music sounded like a, an a Itaewon Hongdae type club, okay? It's, that was not like your typical... The music they were playing, I'd be very shocked if they played that kind of music at like a typical Korean club. Anyway, he was spotted there standing in a couple of the videos. He was in close proximity to women that he was not at all making any 
physical or eye contact with because he is a nerd. And he was just nursing his drink, sipping it real slow, kind of reminds you of Hank Hill from King of the Hill. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> looking like a deer headlights, like he ain't have no clue what he was doing there because I'm sure he didn't. And <laughs> it, the the club itself did not look very fun to be in that day. But someone saw someone, you know, saw him, took videos, put it on Twitter and has now it's going viral. It's everywhere. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's making a huge deal out of it. And there have been some very interesting kind of comments on this happening. Is that about everything? Did I get everything? Yeah, you did. I mean, I, I think we need to stress that it was an awkward experience for everybody, including like him including at the club, me. Him, people around him at the club and us watching the video of him at the club. Like it was just awkward all around. But yes. <laughs> yeah, I was I was like, I personally felt embarrassed. Like I, I was not there, but I definitely felt like I'm, I was there. And it was it was scary. I can only imagine how awkward it was for him. But yeah, people are like, if you look at the photos and pictures, like I'm barely seeing what people are seeing when they're saying he's fondle or sorry, he's holding girls and dancing on girls and stuff because he is not at all interested in what's happening with these women, and these women are not at all interested in what's happening with him. And I'm not saying that because I, I think anything like, I, I mean, I, I don't know what he likes or who he likes or if he's in a relationship, whatever. I'm saying this because it's people are now starting to like kind of stretch the truth. Right. People are saying he's fondling women. And that's a very strong word. Right. That implies sexual assault. Right. Like you don't just say fondle like. You know what I mean? Like just the that word, it just I don't know. It just implies a lot that doesn't seem like it's happening. And we all have eyes. Well, for, okay, I shouldn't say that. If if you've watched the video and you can see the video, you there's nothing inappropriate that looks like it's happening, which to me is the the only thing that could be a scandal, right? That's the only thing that could be a scandal. And if he's just like consensually dancing with somebody, that's not a scandal. But before we get into the comments of what people were actually saying, what are what were your reactions to the just like the video and like the kind of initial sort of like it kind of popping off so big and being called a scandal? And being in, in the headlines saying stuff like he's fondling, he's aggressively rubbing up against women, things like that. It was stupid. Yeah, I never thought <laughs> I did not like when I saw it, I didn't think that it was going to be, I thought people were just going to forget about it because it was like, he's not even doing anything. And I feel like, I don't know, like this kind of, like the fans feeling the need to like control everything. And, and I don't know, maybe some of his jealousy on their part is like got them needing to create like stuff about him fondling people. Like it's just, I don't know. It's just ridiculous to me. Yeah. It's, it's honestly, I just, you know, I don't really like calling people stupid. I'll be very honest, but this whole thing is just very stupid to me. It's just ridiculous. So yeah. Yeah. I mean like just to, to, to like make things up as serious as like to accuse somebody of stuff like that is like, to me, that's what you're doing. Like that's at the, you're, you're kind of crossing a line there that is like, 
these like the people he was around have not come up forward and said any of these things. We didn't see the whole time he was there before what we can see. You don't even see any of that type of thing happening. It just looked like a really funny, awkward experience that you would see yeah. in like a real like it, it seemed like something that would happen in like the 40 year old virgin or like the office. You know what I mean? Like very awkward. Well, Yes. <laughs> yeah, a Steve Carell production, right? Now, it's, the comments are is what's getting me. So there's like comments from netizens. There's reactions from fans. I want to read some of the comments from netizens, and then I want to read a fan reaction. Nat, if you can pull up the fan reaction, that would be great, because I don't is see it. it that, uh, yeah, is it that long? Yes. Okay, because it's on Not Panchoa, so I have it up already. Yeah, I want to check it. Okay, well, first, let's go through some of these comments, because these comments are wild. So... Well, first, in the in the like the bog that it, we're reading off of, like the person who wrote the box says, an idol, he'll be withdrawing, right? Like, you know, as if say he's going to be withdrawing as an idol. Some of the comments say, even if even if this was a normal man rubbing up against two women, I'm going to throw up. And a male idol at that doing this without his face covered, what's really going on? Okay, calm down. Like, <laughs> calm down. It's funny because it's just like they make it seem like it would have been. It's like better if he's a normal man like right. like a not non-celebrity like i don't know it's very strange he's an idol, um, he's so much above regular men right and then the next the next one's like no it wasn't that he was only caught clubbing there are clubbing there are clips of him cir- there are clips circulating of him fondling and rubbing himself against the two women what the and part of me wonders if like the reason why these articles are saying fondling is because the comments are saying fondling and the comments could have a weird translation issue Yes. Well, maybe that doesn't have a different connotation. And then it says, TXT is effing legendary. I really thought these kids were decent. Goodbye. What? Right. What? Another comment. Ah, that gif of him him circulating is effing hilarious. They're going to think it's a porn clip and get banned. What are you saying? Have you ever watched... Porn you've porn? clearly never seen porn like <laughs> ever <laughs> like like say say you're a virgin without saying you're a virgin well let me, let me actually take that out yes okay another comment well it's not okay well that that's a good one sort of i mean okay this one says so effing dirty of him to rub himself like that against two women against backdrop of that room salon lighting anyone uploading animated gifts to this is definitely going to get banned and the clips block through the filtering rules just crazy seriously how is that it how is it that it's Taehyun that's getting exposed for this he didn't even want to do Eggio to fans it only makes things like this even worse what are you talking about what are you talking about like this these reactions are weird um like it says Taehyun the last part is hilarious he put his hand hands on her and she slaps it away i never saw him put his hands on anybody did y'all no i did not see nope. it. like where is that coming from are there other videos that like maybe i mean if they're gonna leak this much why not leak it all if there's more you know right right there should be other like i have not seen screen caps or videos of him fondling touching anybody inappropriately like and i'm and no time i've ever seen a girl like look back at him like you what are you doing or walking away or whatever like it they're not even paying attention to him. Like, right, right. It's like he's not there. He's not right. paying. He's like, he's just literally standing there being awkward. The women are like dancing, doing whatever people do at clubs. And like, right. you know what I mean? It just doesn't even seem like any of these people even know the other person. Like, you know what I mean? It's there. Like, that's why it's so weird to me. 
So these reactions are very, very strange. And now I want to hear, I want to hear Nat's dramatic reading. Oh, hold on. Wait. Yes. Entry. I was, I didn't even read the initial kind of caption on there. That caption is wild. It's in Korean, but basically more of the stories like Tehan, like you went out to a club and you have to go to the United States tomorrow. And like, you know, you have to go to the airport, like that kind of thing. Like it is very weird. You just came from a fan meeting. Anyway. So what your dramatic reading? We're very, oh, very. I, hope, I wonder if that's the same one that I'm reading. Cause this is a different one. This is the Let's see. This is a Moa who drops a final message to Taeyeon before leaving the fandom on Weavers. That's what. The yeah, title that's is. what I want to hear. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Let me hold on. That is so dramatic. Okay. Peng, Taeyeon, Chi. Lastly, wait. Where's it? Maybe I'm missing parts of this. Hold on. Because it says lastly, but that should not be like. Let me see if I have it. Yeah, yeah. Because the one I have here is it starts with lastly. And I'm just like, ooh, it should it? But it might be. It might be the right one. Because it's long as hell. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna read this one anyways. Kang Taehyun Shi. Lastly, let me say this. Even if you were living as a commoner, you would have never been able to attend any elite universities or med school when you act like this. Whenever you write something on Weavers, I'm appalled at your lack of writing skills. And what's even more shameful and creepy is that you've never read a book. Yet you're just you're just reading Namu Wiki and talking to Choding Moas and pretend you're so smart with your mansplaining. You just have an overloaded ego. When I'm listening to your songs digitally, I won't be able to listen to the main vocal anymore. If I were you and listen to your voice while recording, wouldn't you be shocked at your own nasally voice? You should be going to the ENT in the first place. Meanwhile, you're always on Weverse to induce yourself with praises and delude yourself about how perfect you are. Even Baekhyun, Baekhyun still attends the vocal academy, but seeing you being crazy satisfied with your vocals just makes the future of the world look gloom. Furthermore, you're even proud of your funny dancing that's worse than fourth-gen male and female idols combined? The fact that you can have such an overwhelming sense of pride is only thanks to Heidi's value and as a BTS Hubei. You're not only lacking, but way too lacking. You should realize that employees and staff always do such a good job and think of Ben Shihyuk as your dad. They are the people who made it possible for you to get on the first plane and live the leisurely nightlife you have today. And girl, <laughs> so many thoughts, <laughs> so many thoughts. I, I don't even know where to start. Like, keep first, please put the link in the chat. I will. I, wanna, I need. We need to go through this. This is this is wild. <laughs> I, I guess, like my very first thought, like over anything, is. If you really felt this way the whole time about like, for example, when she talks about how he sings, what the fuck you been doing the, all the all these years when he been singing like that this whole time? Right. Like you you don't even sound logical because at this point it sounds like 
you were only a fan because you had some sort of fantasy. Like it, it was never about anything deeper than like the, the girlfriend fantasy or like the, whatever the fantasy was of like him being this like person that doesn't go to clubs or something. Um, that's like my very first thought. I kind of want to hear if Ash has a thought. The reason why is because like the very opening line is huh hilarious you would have never been able to attend any elite universities or med school when you act like this <laughs> what where does that come from it's oh like my God. delusion like i That's don't understand so like a lot that whole thing like i understood what nat was saying but at the same time i didn't Cause it was like words, but they didn't make sense together. I I don't know. It just like these people are seeing something way different from what we're seeing, like um, way different. Like yeah. like, and then the whole like. So I do want to kind of like touch on a part of this where she talks about him mansplaining or something yeah. like that and pretending he's smart. I think this really kind of comes from like what his image is in the group and Taehyung's image is very strange to me. It's always been strange because I think who they want him to be and who he is, is very different. And he's always been clear about who he is. Like it's actually kind of, it's actually kind of refreshing to see, but also awkward. So for example, Whenever they do like their little, you know how every group has their little reality shows and like everybody's acting like a hyper 12 year old. Tehan is like, I'm 22 or whatever. Like, I'm you know, like, I'm not going to do that. Like, he's always like, or like, like, you know, when they talk about performing crown, he goes, I don't want to perform that fucking song. Like, I'm not, I'm not like, you know what I mean? I'll, I have to get this check. So I'm going to do it. But like, you know, th- it's like a childish song, which I love that song, by the way. I'm like, you know the whatever i don't care i love that song but the point is is like he's very honest about who he is and like he you can tell that like it kind of comes off as i don't think it comes off as arrogance to me because i'm not like insecure or anything but i can see why some people might feel like he he kind of walks with his nose in the air a little bit because he is very like mature I think and very like this is like I don't know him, but like the way he comes off is he's very mature. He's very kind of like known for being the member of the group who can do basic math because the rest of them share a single brain cell. (laughs) Um, And so, like, I think people take this person could have probably been taking that and, and stretching it out. Mansplaining. I don't get that very much, especially since they're all men. So like they all talk to each other like the same. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I thought he's. Huh? Sorry. No, no, I was going to say that I, I thought it was weird, too, when I was reading that part. Because I'm like, who is he mansplaining to? Like, his members? Other or, like, men? Is, he, like, is he, like, lecturing the fans? Is that, like, a thing? Being I've never there? seen him do that, personally. Yeah. When he goes on Weavers, like, I don't I don't really keep up with it anymore. But when I used to, he just kind of just went on there, had very casual conversations. I remember, like, the one conversation I remember seeing him be heavily involved in was, like, are there two butts or one butt conversation that year? Yeah. Like that's really it. Like he, he just, he don't really, he's very harmless. Like he's definitely like a person who just doesn't really say anything that can be misconstrued and doesn't really mince his words. And he just says whatever he says. The whole thing about like your lack of writing skills is funny. I don't, I don't even understand that. Cause also, you know, I don't 
really, again, read his writing. You know, I don't know. Yeah. And then like, it's creepy that you've never read a book. What? How is that creepy? It weird, maybe, yeah. Like, like to have never read a book is a bit strange, but yeah. creepy is like a strong word. Come on now. Even Beckhan still attends the vocal academy. You cannot blame this man going to not going to vocal lessons on really himself right now because he just is okay. Couple things. He's just now like in a like a real adult you know what i mean like he's been an adult for a couple years right like over 18 but like he's just not like a real like you know that 21 22 you're not a real adult until like 25 okay like i get it (laughs) yeah i mean i I, 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 don't like Right. None of us know what we're doing ever. So in terms of like knowing, like having enough wisdom to understand if you're being taken advantage of things like that, I really don't think you can say like an 18 year old or a 19 year old, if they're in an asymmetrical relationship, like Bane PD has way more power in that situation than Tehan does. Right. And it's not the same with like Namjoon and Jen from BTS because those are like like real grown you know what I mean and they have way more power in that relationship and so what I mean by that is like they could beg for a vocal coach if they if Big Hit is not gonna give them the money give them the the you know you that's another thing too that this is why I kind of really would love to see what their debt is that they have to pay off because they were the first group after BTS and you just know they have debt in the same way that in hyphen doesn't probably doesn't have debt like that. Like, well, I just can't imagine that. Yeah. Beca- yeah. yeah well, because the, they have the money. The vocal coach thing was weird to me. Cause I'm like, it's Hybe. They don't, they clearly don't have, they don't, coaches. none of them have vocal coaches. Yeah. That, even so BTS that's does not have vocal coaches. Thing. I mean, we saw, and the if they do, they need to be fired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we know that they don't like, they don't have vocal coaches or they don't like have good ones. So it's kind of weird that they would bring that up. Cause I'm like, I feel like in hyphens, probably one of the last groups you want to talk to about like having vocal coaches or not doing vocal lessons, you know? Can but, they sing? Right. I, th- I think that they can sing. I think. No, I'm asking you. I'm, that was a genuine yeah. question. Yeah. 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 Um, I think Cause can, I yeah. just, I just feel like I've never been one to be like, oh, Tomorrow by Together has like the, the best vocals or like no. really great vocals. I've always said that they, they sound good enough right like they sound right. decent enough for what they do and they right. they always have bops they always have hits and they are talented like right they have different skills and things like that but i've never been deluded delusional to think that they were like a top vocal group they're just not that's not their right. thing um like it don't need to be that's like not their lane oh you don't like to be a successful artist you don't need to be like a crazy you don't need to be a whitney houston clearly because there's only the one right right like you sometimes you just have to be good enough at what you do right like be a Dave Grohl you know yeah or be a Britney Spears you know like she's not a crazy great vocalist but you know she has the hits so right and and so and so I guess like and like I'm picking this post apart I know and I know I sound kind of Stanish which is okay I think because what I'm really getting at here is like (coughs) sorry this person's criticisms really don't make a lot of sense to me I really wish they would have criticized something that didn't make sense, but they really didn't. Like they didn't really go into anything that like mattered. None of this stuff matters. And like the whole dancing thing, I don't even know what they're talking about because they're choreographed like in, or like the funny, like, what do you mean by funny dancing? Like, I don't know. They, 
they all dance the same. I don't, I, like, right. it's, you know, there's only one Tamin and, you know, that's it. And then everybody else is just kind of like varying degrees of, and, and 10, of course, but everybody else is like varying degrees from there. But I don't know. It's just all this just reads like a person who's extremely bitter and was just trying to come up with anything to be hurtful. Because I do personally think that he would read this and get hurt. Like, I, I, I do think, I think that. Because it's like, it's, it's funny as hell. Like, it's a very funny post. Like, if this was a roast on somebody who deserved it, I would be, like, cracking up right now. Right, but right. I don't think he deserved it. I don't think he did anything wrong to, like, deserve this type of hate, especially when idols will sit up there. There have been idols recently who are like, if you're fat, you should die. Right. And, like, okay. there are fans who are all fat. Like, don't say anything. Yeah. And I'm not saying fat in like a pejorative way. I'm saying like, yeah, it's weird how like they can literally violate your humanity. But the moment you feel like you don't have a chance with them, because I think that's what this come down to. Let's be real. Because they keep talking about rubbing up on girls. That's like they're not even talking about, oh, you know, he was up late and he was going to be pull a Lauren Hill at the concert the next day. They were worried about him dancing with girls. That's that's really the problem. Well, nobody was talking about how he was drinking and stuff like that, which, right. again, no necessarily problem with drinking. But I don't know if he was drinking and then going to get in a car and driving. Right. So like, like nobody talked about that. It's kind of crazy that that's something that they're latching on to when you have all these idols who are coming out who are like going viral for saying like really homophobic, homophobic, like really actually offensive things, you know, mm-hmm. and or like there's a lot of situations like going on in with K-pop artists that show that, you know, maybe media training is not media training the way that it should be. And we, and we know they've always had these issues, right? But even talking about the Eugen from Ivy or Bam Bam from God 7 and like all the stuff that has kind of come out, like you had with Haruto, you know, with his homophobic situation. And like, I, I don't know, it's just kind of crazy to me that the things that we should really be talking about, which is like, a lot of the very rampant homophobia, racism, transphobia, misogynistic stuff that we see from K-pop idols, that gets brushed under the rug. That's not mm-hmm. a problem. But as soon as this guy is at a club, being an awkward 20-something-year-old at a club, that's... that's an awkward 20-something-year-old yeah. who missed out on, like, a good five to six years of, like, being a regular human being because he was a fucking training celebrity. Right. Right. That's the thing, right? Like, I feel like, see, this is this is why I know me and K-pop fans can't really gel in the same way. And that's why I'm happy that we have, our, you know, our own little bubble and things like that. Because this is something that I would, I would, like, love to see a series about him go, being awkward in at clubs. Like, you oh, know how, funny. like, that would be really funny, right? Like, I mm-hmm. think that would, it's like the whole JB thing. Like, I was, like, on Twitter, I was like, listen, they need to start, like, photoshopping JB into all the current stuff that's happening right now. Because I, like, he he's lying about being enlisted, right? I think that shit is funny. But like these K-pop, like they just have so they're just so sensitive about the wrong things. Oh, yeah. that is the problem. That is a huge problem. And this is actually that's a really funny idea of him like having like a Netflix reality show where he like talks to the camera like this is the way, you know this is how I, I I am at like different clubs and it's just like <laughs> him trying to like talk to people and like failing miserably because like, he looking, you know doesn't spend time with regular twenty year olds yeah and then just like awkwardly looking at the camera sorry but yeah <laughs> <laughs> so often <laughs> that would be great actually Javi yeah. pay us yeah. Sorry, I'm too many free ideas. 
<laughs> well, going off of that, like if you guys remember the simple life with Paris, yes, and yes. Like, there should be something like that for idols. Just like drop them in like the Midwest in America and just like have them fend for like try to live like be a Amish person. for a week. Yeah, that's yeah, great. like a normal person. Fun things like that. Like I don't know. I just. <laughs> I feel like the world is a very miserable, miserable place. And it's really easy to get swept up in all of that shit. Like, right. especially crazy ass people like this. Right. But you got to just make the fun where you can. Okay. And so like seeing him awkwardly at a club is really funny to me. So I don't know. But no, it, it's, it's great. <sighs> I, I also want to say. Yeah. If I can. Yeah. Some other things about this. This is our last topic. I also think that. I, this this is something that I, I keep going back to is like, so I just looked it up and he was 17 when he debuted and he was freshly 17 because TXT or I think he was freshly 17. He was either freshly 17 or, or about to turn 18. The reason why I say that is because D- TXT debuted like right before his birthday. Mm, okay. I think, wait, hold on. No, I'm tripping. Isn't that, didn't they debut in January? Oh, no, they debuted in March. So this was right after his birthday. So he was freshly 17, okay? And he would have probably trained for at least a year, like, definitely. So, you know, that's, like, basically we can say probably from the age of 15, he's been in a not normal social environment, not around people his age. And now that he is, you know, probably around more people his age, they're all freaking celebrities. So they're not normal either, right? And I say this to say that, like, I think that's part of the intrigue of, like, seeing him in this environment because it's so, you can tell he doesn't know what he's doing. Right. And he's trying his best to be normal. And that's okay. Like, well, one, you don't have to be, quote unquote, normal. Like, you can be, as long as you're not hurting anybody, like, I remember, like, watching how, like, back in the day before celebrities were perpetually, chronically online, just like everybody else, celebrities, like, big, big, big stars. I remember watching this, like, documentary thing about, like, how, like, Michael Jackson would, like, uh, get in, like, full disguises to go to the grocery store and do, like, normal human being being things. Right. And And to us, it seems strange. Like, are you shutting down a whole store for one person to shop? But it's because, like, they never do normal things like that. Like, if you're that big of a celebrity, and, like, these days, obviously, I don't, there, there's nobody that big, but there's people who, because of the internet, like, okay, there's, oh, this is making me think, too, of here lately, there's been this issue with, like, these two Thai actors. They're getting followed by their fans everywhere. Like, it's, it's to the point where, so what they did was they followed the fans and recorded the fans the, the way the fans be doing them. So like, there's like a viral video of like the actors going up to the fans and putting the cameras in the fans' face. Like, oh, do you, do you like that? Because this is what you do to me, right? Right. And I think that this, we're coming to like a really interesting point in time where we're starting to ask the real questions of like, like what what does it mean to be like a, like a normally socialized person? Because I think the internet has like really skewed our idea of like what, like you see this highly curated version of people. Yes. And it, it works in tandem with the idol effect with him literally being called an idol and being like touted as can do no wrong. When you combine those two things, it's like you forget that he's human 
And then he yeah. just does normal shit. You know what I mean? Like, he's just a normal person. And I don't know. I'm saying a bunch of nothing, but I'm saying stuff that is very, like, I feel like these things are super interesting. These concepts of, like, 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 why did this blow up so much? Like, I, I just keep, every time I see it on my dashboard and every time, or my timeline, and every time I see people, like, they're like a lot of aunties will are like, you know, saying horrible things too. like, it's, it's not just their own fans turning against them. There's aunties who are being like, like just, you know, saying all kinds of stuff, right? Like this is what he deserves because he's untalented. And I'm like, if that's your reasoning for thinking he deserves to be like canceled like this, then something's wrong with you. I feel like we should only cancel people for real reasons because they real did things that are bad. Actual reasons. Like, that's the thing that is like so crazy to me is that people will they would rather fake outrage for these kind of nonsense asinine things rather than be really outraged about like real things that are problems like you know certain states allowing you know militias like proud boys to stop people and check their documentation that's a or like did you see the censorship that's going on right now in korea apparently there was like there was something that had like this is for women oh the barbie posters yes yes they're censoring the barbie posters in korea yes and like that's a huge deal right right then they also somebody won an award and they sent i think they also like censored the acceptance speech. oh michelle yo at the oscars yes so like we have like real life issues that people should be upset about and making things up which is what it looks like i mean based on the information we have there's nothing that i can say that makes me think that he was at this club broken people like i'm just gonna be honest here like it, it doesn't it doesn't look like that's a situation so then I have to assume that people are lying because they want to gain traction on this story and because they hate him or they just, re- you know, they really like, you know, watching things burn, clearly. So, I don't know, I just, like, at the end of the day, there are so many... Oh, also, sorry, I just want to... Yeah. I, I have to say this to, to go along with what you're saying. Yeah. All to all, there's a bunch of people who are also saying they need to kick him out of the group so he doesn't corrupt, like, Subin and Huning Kai. And I'm like, Subin is like the most like sad like he's the one who that I'm like I'm not worried at all that Subin will like is 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 just he's not gonna be corrupted you know what I mean and it's also weird to say that like being at a club it means that you do drugs and that you're gonna corrupt people and like you're gonna turn the pure innocent idols into like bad people we all know no there's no such thing as a pure innocent idol first and foremost but if there is that idol is definitely not in txt okay like nothing about any of them is like this like perfect you know maybe never does anything wrong like eggyo like i don't i don't even understand how you can like be a moa and and look at TXT, the things they say to each other, the things they do, like they're just, they don't even pretend to act like that cutesy kind of group. Like right. the youngest one he does, but I think he just leans into it very heavily. And I think a lot of that is because he is this big, like Nordic European man. Yeah. And it's he gotta blend in somehow so right, right, <laughs> uses right, the right. ego factor whereas yeah. the rest of them 
they're very, very raw. It's, it's why I like them so much, honestly. It, it kind of gives me tendrils of shiny. I mean, obviously, I think they do a little bit more of the fan service, but like, there's all, there's never any guessing about like what he is thinking. And right. Temi and I wish sometimes he would like not say what he's thinking because he'd be thinking the funniest thoughts. But <laughs> and, like, I, you know, I, I like that. I, it's just like a very, you know, I'm a celebrity and you're only going to see this part of me. And that's it. Like, I'm not going to show you anything. I'm not going to, yeah. you know, pretend like I'm your friend and like, you know, do the whole parasocial thing that I mean, even then, like someone like shiny that even by only showing parts of themselves, they're still being real, more real than the average idol. Right. Because yeah. most idols are only showing us a, a personality that's been assigned to them. Like, right. it's not even yes. who we are. Yeah. Also, too, I like just sort of like an offshoot, I'll be quick, is the idea, the thing that Westerners specifically, but also just like, you know, K-pop, Korean, East Asian drama fans do is they really do have this thing where they attach these like innocent personas on these Asian men. Like they're mm-hmm. not allowed to be masculine. They're not like quote unquote, whatever that means, right? But like, you know, they they have to be soft. They have to be romantic. They have to be, you know, like it's just this weird sort of like virginal, like rom like ro- like a romance novel like from the the seventies or the eighties like that is the kind of persona that they put on all these Asian men, and it's like patriarchy exists in these countries, you know, like what you want out of a man is not the reality of a lot of these men, and yeah. I think that's also like a really huge problem because then you have like we talked I think about that article where all these white women were going to Korea to find men to find their opas the sex tourism thing is that what you yeah yeah like it's it's it it, it's just so gross like you're projecting your own ideals onto this person who's a human being who is just you know living their lives and doing the best that they can i like has any of this affected his job is he performing less like i'm confused like (laughs) you know like the whole thing is just so ridiculous and please please honestly guys just get a reality check do better Go into anime or something like that. If you really want that type of man, at least it's somebody who... Or if you want that kind of control over something, which I always recommend going to therapy because that's not healthy. But if you do want that kind of control over something, really, really consider getting into fictional media and getting into like, like specifically like anime, you know, cartoons, whatever, like things that are no, that will literally never be real. Is it that way you can't hurt like anybody? Otome or something like that? Like those like choose your own kind of adventure kind yeah, of Yeah, the yeah. visual novels. Yeah, visual yeah. novels. Get get into that kind of stuff. You can control these men all you want. You can get and build your own harem. Like have a good time, okay? Like please leave real people alone. We're yeah. all just trying to live our lives, guys. Like yeah. even idols have to. Oh like, remind me, you guys, to introduce you. Maybe this can be a live stream. There is a South Korean game, Ultime game called mystic messenger is famous among gamers because it's basically a cell phone game where you're choosing from these guys it's this long backstory but you're basically the the game is in your phone as an app and you're texting with these characters and (laughs) they're texting you back so you actually have to like correspond with them as if you are talking to real people 
mm-hmm. but the characters and that's how you develop your relationships with them. Anyway, it's a South Korean game, which is why I thought of it. And it's supposed to be one of the best Ultimate games out there. So well, if so, it's free, I'll play it. Yeah. So basically, yeah. it's just like you you have a fake boyfriend that you text. Well, there's like five of them. Oh, so you get your own harem. Okay. Yeah. But one of them nice. will become like your main one. But you're flirting with all of these guys. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So guys... There are things, there are options for you, for you if you have, if you need that control, there are options. You don't need to be telling this, making lies about this man and like writing, you know, essays about how he's a bad person and can't sing. Like, you don't need to be doing all that, okay? Like, even if you feel that way, you just, to me, this is like the person who burns the LeBron jersey when he goes to a different team. It's like, right. you are the, in the end, who looks stupid. Right, exactly. In the end, uh, he, you, he's got your coins, his, your money paid for his soju at that club. So you're the dumbass. And also you were enjoying the music all these years, quote unquote, and praising it and promoting it. So again, you're the dumbass. So it's not, it's not like he did anything. If he did something wrong, that'd be different, but he didn't. So exactly. Next. All right. So our last segment is going to be our future. Which, you know, guys, it was so hard. Every week, (laughs) think she discovers a new group. That we've already discovered. We don't it is it. actually <laughs> true. Like, I just be forgetting every, like, I picked Tempest. I picked Lisa Femme again. There was another group that I picked again. I was like, I I keep forgetting that we have that not. Is like, <laughs> that is like a British noble person. It's like British royalty in, like, the early Victorian era. era. Just, like, going around discovering things that people have already discovered. We love it. <laughs> Well, no, I'm like, that would be more like a European during the age of discovery, the 1500s. Like, you know, I, I'm Christopher Columbus. I discovered America, even though there are thousands of people living there at that time. And the Vikings had already been there. I no, millions. Talking about that, yeah. millions. Millions. I, Christopher Columbus, discovered this place. Right. Anyways, so our featured group is Ghost Nine. And Ghost Nine is a South Korean boy band formed by Maru Entertainment in 2020. They made their debut on September 23rd, 2020, with their debut EP, Pre-Episode 1, Door. The lineup currently consists of Jinhyun, Shin, Kangsung, Jungsung, Prince, Wu Jin, and Jin Woo. Dongjin There's and always like that one member who doesn't have a Korean name. <laughs> and you're like, Dude, what come on? <laughs> you gotta do the group that has that member whose name is Jamal. Cause like I I remember seeing that and I was like wait a we already have <laughs> I'm about to say girl you talking about you want to do some NCT Mark Jamali no, I believe like, there's a real group like that that's funny yeah I'll, I'll have to look it up I did see it on one of those like new Twitter pages when they were like announcing the group and their members but I was just like Jamal okay anyway so Jungjun and Taesung left the group on September fifth twenty twenty one. They introduced, introduced most of the members via Mix 9 and Produce X 101. The group made their debut with their first mini... Wait. Oh, their first mini album. I guess their first single was just a single. But their first mini album, Door. Okay. I don't know why that repeated, but okay. That's fine. Anyways, let's get into it. So we are going to take a look at Think of Dawn, which is... Is that the first song from them? I think so. Well, yeah, I think so. We're gonna do it. it. I mean, it looks like the first. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Not only did I pick a group 
that we had already done. But then Jim and picked a group that had disbanded. And they were all new groups. Guys. I didn't really <laughs> pick them. No, they they picked you. <laughs> and we find out they disbanded. So yeah, guys, sorry. <laughs> How old are these people? Let me take a look here. I think I know which one Prince is. <laughs> is he biracial? I'm sorry, I'm like on their <laughs> K-pop profile page. Every K-pop boy group has the one guy that sounds like that guy that just went. It's hard to explain if you don't. <laughs> since I don't know his name. Okay, so for their members, let's see. Junghyun is the leader, and he was born in 2000. And it okay. looks like he is the... He's not the oldest member. So Shin is the oldest member. They're born in the same year, though. One just in March and one in October. Girl. I love the chorus. And let's see, the Mathne. The Mathne right now was born in 2004. So their ages are pretty tight. Okay, so he just turned 18. Yeah. Or alternatively, just turned 19. Well, well, let me see the month, sorry. September 13th. Okay, so he's about to turn 19. Well, not really about to. He's like halfway. Yeah, I, I think it was a sensible move to go with this type of music video. This yeah. would have been COVID era too, so I guess it makes more sense. Yeah, I really like the chorus. I don't know. I guess because it has that really like traditional boy group song, mm-hmm. kind of epic. But nobody really has like stood out to me vocally yet. Yeah, me either. Like this could have been. You could have said this was Ted. This is TXX. This was Nora. Like I would have been like this sure. is DKZ. Right, like, yeah. <laughs> Hold up, Miss Stray Kids? Yeah, that sounds like them. <laughs> <laughs> See, Stray Kids has Felix, so that's the only reason you know when they're on stage, right? Literally. <laughs> this, it's been a long time since I heard an EDM breakdown in a song. Right. They're really taking us back. Do you think, do you ever wonder when a group is like recording a song and doing a music video, do you think they ever have that moment where they realize, yeah, this one gonna flop. <laughs> All the time. I always think that way about movies too. Like at some point, like somebody's gotta just be like, "This is, this is not. <laughs> this is this ain't gonna work out the way yeah. we thought it would." I'm not saying that's what happened with you. It just made me randomly yeah. think. I was like, I wonder if people ever have that kind of moment. Not this. Not this being a Pacific Rim episode, like in, uh, inspired music video. Oh, yeah. so it's the next one. Okay. It's like Transformers. It's actually more Gundam than it was Pacific Rim, but like the last one definitely looked like Pacific Rim. Okay, Wall. I wonder if they want to say Wally, but they couldn't get the licensing from Disney. Well, it's W All. Maybe that's the point. Like that's oh maybe. Oh, interesting. This is very like Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. You don't even know what that is. Talking about some yeah. No, I know Cyberpunk (laughs) is. I'm not a huge fan of it. I'll be honest, but I know the genre. Not knows. It's for me, like I wouldn't have made that comment. Like I would have said it was more like like a mecha anime, but that's just like my my. I mean, the aesthetics of the video just feels very cyberpunk to me. I kind of the chorus is better than the other parts of the song. I think that was the same thing with the last song too. The chorus is the best part of the song. Also, there's way too many people in this group. Yeah, I was about to say like how many people? They lose two members soon, so. I mean, when you get in only a dollar per sale, that's like 25 cent a person. That's, yeah. Right. I don't know. At that point, you got to ask yourself if it's worth it. Again, but also, I do recognize that these people were like 15 years old when they debuted. 16? If they debuted in 2010, 
2020. That was three years ago. Right. So at, at the oldest, they were 16. Right. Some of the younger ones. Shit. And they had been in like these reality shows, like competition shows at that as well. Oh, um, yeah. So. Yeah, I feel like they're, they're not doing a bad job of it. It's just so kind of generic. Yeah, it's very generic. It's yeah, very it's, much we're a K-pop group. You know what? Right. You know what they are? They're the K. They're like the K-pop group that is like that people stand in TV shows. So you remember how like in So <laughs> Raven they had Boys in Motion? Yeah. They're like Boys in Motion. It's like on Bob's Burger. Was it Boys for Now or something like that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or um, on, or on what's it? American Dad. Yes. Their songs slap. You lucky. need a shot of B12. I know you do. <laughs> that's almost fire. So. It was. I mean, but that's what this group is right now. They're, they they would not stand out in the sea of boy groups, I don't no. think. And I, I say I, that recognizing that, like, they seem like they really are passionate about what they're doing. Yeah. This is, it's actually more, now, like, with this, it feels like Pacific Rim. Like, they're... They've created this machine. You know what I think it is? What? I think the reason why we feel this way is because they feel very artificial. Like, they yeah. feel like they were, like, it feels like this is not their, what they want to do. Right. Like, if they had what they needed to do, like, musically, it probably would not be this. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. Which is funny because I know every group is like that when they first start off. They're not doing music they want to do. But, like, this one feels extremely, like, there's no way they like their their music. Like, all of them. They always actually make comments, like, you know, do they even listen to their own music? Because there's certain yeah, artists who know who, who, like, listen to their own music, like, all the time if they can. Yeah. Also, another thing that adds to the generic feeling is they use a lot of sets that other people have already used right. recently, like the train Reagan. that was in Espa's Anaconda, and then that the palace that was in both Yoongi's and I think I want to say it was in Yoongi's and Stray what's his Kids. name Mino's music video. No, Stray Kids too. Now I don't know if it's ma- it's not Maniac, but though there's one that they did. We did an album review for that album, and they had that kind of set as well too. Yeah. Uh, this is given like anime opening. Yeah. yeah. I think they spent too much money, but also not enough on the CGI. Yeah. I think they should have spent a little bit more money on like making sure their costumes don't look so cheap. They should have spent a little bit more money on getting them better producers. Yeah. Also, they're doing a lot of TikTok dances. <sighs> I don't even know what those look like. <laughs> or TikTok inspired, I should say. I'm glad I can't tell the difference. Yeah. I just, it's kind of really, like, I don't know, maybe I'm not trained enough, but I think a song called Soul should probably, like, have some maybe instrumentals that are Korean. Yeah. It, it should, it feel, it, I didn't even realize this was Soul, but they're on the Han River, so. Yeah. It's not the real Han River because they ain't got that kind of money. Now I'm just playing. It might be. Hmm. Yeah, this would have been fire on like Gundam Wing, the song. Like, not gonna lie. But typically, I mean, this part though. Right, just this part. Yeah. 
Or they should have showed them, like, they didn't need to have all this, like, CGI shit. Like, they could have just had a regular MV of them in Seoul. Like, right. Like, just do a tour of the city. Like, it's not that hard. I mean, you probably could have got some some money from the city, too, to do it as a a way to promote it. Have they seen a boy group, like, recently that has done, like, just been themselves, like, not have all of this, like, high concept, you know, just showed them hanging out and just, like, a quote-unquote authentic concept, you know? I love this part. Yeah. Um, I get you, Ash. I have not seen that recently, like, at all. Yeah, I feel like you're like more likely to get that with like a solo artist than you will yeah. any boy I, group. I just feel like I think that's what they like boy groups need is like just. I can barely hear you, Ash. Oh, I feel like that's what they need is they need a group that's just like selling their purse, like their authenticity. Yeah. 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 I feel though it's really strange because then on the flip side, you have girl groups who are a little bit more experimental when it comes to, like, not just the members, but, like, the type of music that they're, like, dropping. Because, like, Lee Seraphim does not sound like Ivy, and it doesn't sound like, you know, Billy. Doesn't sound like Roland Dahl, I think that's the name of the group. And, like, these are, like, newer groups, you know? Whereas a lot of the boy groups that we end up doing, it's, like, the same thing. You know, we're like the same, like, three concepts, I feel right. like, boy groups. And this is one of them. Though I do wonder if this song is going to sound better than the last three. Yeah, because it's different at least. Oh. Oh, that did not go where I thought that was going. Me either. I guess they they needed a cute era. Right? But it's so, like, I mean, at least if we're going to do something, commit to it. Yeah. I feel like this concept actually does not work for them (laughs) as much. I think, well, you also just heard them, like, screaming at you for the past three songs. So. <laughs> and and they were all, like... the CGI. Right. They were building meccas and shit. So, like, I get it. This is... I think the problem, my problem with this concept it's, it's is it's so a bit dated. It's just so Escom 7 of them or something. Like, what is this song? It, it sounds, sounds like a straight-up One Direction song. It sounds like they literally ripped... <gasps> What makes Girl, you beautiful? You light up my life like never That's what this sounds like. But, but even even the music video looks like what makes you beautiful. And what makes you beautiful? I mean, what makes you beautiful? They were dancing on the beach in like uniforms. Right. Like, right that's too familiar. Sorry, Ashley. You say something too? No, I was saying it sounds like an S Club Seven song. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is a good kids' bop, like you know. Right. Yeah. Actually, Kids Bop would have probably did a fire version of the song, not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. Them kids can sing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm just thinking of that's what makes you beautiful. Because <laughs> it sounds like it, like, so much. It sounds just like, it's the same melody. Yeah. Light of my world like nobody else, the way that you flip your hair gets me over. Like, I mean, come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I hate that they did this song. The crazy <laughs> part is, like, it doesn't even necessarily sound bad. It's just like, kind. Of, it's just really kind of cringy to me. It's cringy and really jarring. Like, if you're trying to check them out and you want to like listen to their music in in order, it's going to be so weird. Yeah, it's going to seem like they went through reverse puberty one right. day. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Also, another thing I want to say about this group is that it definitely feels like they were created so that nobody stands out on purpose. Like you can, I get the vibe that like they're supposed to be looked at as like a group of nine people and not like a group of like not individuals, but as a unit, you know? Yeah. No, I agree because like nobody vocally or visually has stood out at all. Right. And it's one of those things to where it's like. I actually think companies shouldn't do that because the whole, I think the whole point of having wow. so many members is like, you want your fans to be able to connect with at least one. Yeah. To have and, a but if they're all the same, if they're all interchangeable, then like, yeah. Who am I going to connect with? You know? Right. Oh, uh, please God, please, please. Okay. So that <laughs> was up all night. And we're going to get into the last song. Okay, wait. The fact that that's called Up All Night, that's literally the title of One Direction's first album. I mean, and plagiarism. A, a plagiarism accusation would have been very accurate in this case. <laughs> I mean, not straight up, but definitely influenced. No, that's, it's yeah. hardcore plagiarism. Yeah, so this is Control. Looks like we are back where we were With before. The dark Betty. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, the in- uh, the choreo is pretty fire. Okay, Stray Kids. I unironically feel like this is a better move than the last song. I agree. And like, it looks like they have less members now, so it's like it's easier to look at them, I think. Yep. It was so hard to look at them in the other videos. Right. It's actually not even that many less. I think it's only one that's going. Well, that's, that's two. But it's crazy how it makes the screen feel different. Right. Like, in the last couple of MVs, I was like, are these backup dancers or are these members? Like, I was so confused. This song's not even bad. No. Actually, it's the best of the songs that they dropped. Yeah. At least they're on an upward trend. Right. Okay, Prince, since I know that you're Prince. I actually almost feel like... Mm -hmm. Sorry. What were you saying? Go ahead. No, I just... I felt... I know. I kind of feel like the production and the choreo i feel like everything should have been should be just slightly harder than it is right now like they should lean into it a little bit more interesting uh, i really didn't have any uh, critiques of it so okay. far that that much but i can see what you mean okay taeyong he does look like taeyong sometimes i watch k-pop music videos and i'm like what would it feel like to be a K-pop idol? It feels tiring. Sure, but like there's something kind of like a- appealing about like getting you make all this your stuff. living from like using your like physical skills. You know what I mean? Right. Instead I mean, of I, necessarily your. Yeah, I, I, like I, I think that there's something really alluring to a lot of people about the idea of being like an idol. Obviously, they always think about like successful idols and not like you know the people who are friends, like <laughs> the that. ones who who noir, <laughs> right, right, like the the ones like the ninety percent of the rest of the idols who are not like selling a million copies of an album, you right. know. But I, I like I do think I can see why it's such an appealing career choice for a lot of people. Like it, it just looks like like it's crazy that you're like you know, in South America performing at a festival, you know? For me, I feel like it's not even that. It feels like there's this, like, and maybe this could be, like, the 
the performer inside of me but it almost was like the it feels exhilarating to perform yeah like to be yeah. in, on this like i've heard, I actually heard your artists talk about this a lot like michael jackson used to talk about it a lot like after concerts he would feel like he was like dying because your energy is so high but i guess we you get that as a fan too like if you ever have right. post-concert depression it's like your your energy so high that like you kind of want to stay there forever Cause when right. you come down, you crash real hard. Right. Like, yeah. Um, that inner, yeah. The, uh, is it dopamine? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's literally, yeah. Like yeah. your dopamine is like, yeah. or serotonin, whatever. This serotonin, is the happiness yeah, one. Exactly. The happiness chemical you, is so high. Really high. Yeah. You have no, a adrenaline. So yeah, that's what I'm thinking more. So like that pure, like happiness where like, you're not, it didn't even have, it's, it's like, it is happiness to some extent, but it's like in the moment, it just feels like energy, but it's good right. energy because everybody loves you because you're on stage performing, you know, or right. like you're doing a music video. So nobody's thinking about it. You're just trying to get it perfect. So anyway, that's a very weird tangent. I don't ever want to be an idol. I just am saying in terms of like, I can, I'm, I can almost put myself in their shoes when they're performing and understand like that feeling. It, it feels good. That was random. Control was the best song, period. Like absolutely, really, really good place to leave off on, and it made me more optimistic about them. I think they need as little like they do not need a big. All the members was too much. They need need to never play around with One Direction concept ever again. That didn't make any sense. Um, and I'm gonna need to see them like try something different than the tried and true boy group formulas. Right. And I'm also going to need to see them like show me who these members are because so far they just kind of blend together. So, yeah. Ash, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I agree with everything that's been said. They're just very kind of an amorphous blob at the moment because they there's not really much distinction. Like, obviously, there were certain like people wearing certain hairstyles or this or that, but you didn't really get a sense of like who any of those, the members were of their personalities or anything. So it made, I don't know, just felt very distant from them. Like as a group, like watching it, I didn't really feel anything. And then like the concepts and stuff didn't really help. I think they would be, I think for them, like they need to do something that's more this less without all of the bells and whistles and like Gundam concepts and like robots and sci-fi. Like it just kind of makes it just kind of makes them come off as just more like cold and like Super I don't know. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I agree. I, I've said basically everything that I wanted to say about this group, to be honest. I will say, like, the last song, Control, was definitely the best song. And it well, it left them on such a high note that I'm like, oh, if I see them, you know, like, one of their performances pop up on, like, Inky Guy or whatever, I'm going to watch it. Because I actually thought the song was so... It was actually really good, like, compared to everything else that we listened to. And even just, like, what I've been listening to from boy groups these days. Because the boys definitely are not bring in the hits these days but anyways yes that was our feature please 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 check out ghost nine and let us know what you guys thought about them and that is the end of this episode guys i hope that you enjoyed it do go and to our twitter 
at Nyan Edison's. And when this episode is up, we're going to put up a poll and please, 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 you know, make your selection on which K-pop group is, or artist is most likely to be at a free thing. <laughs> that, that's such uh, an ins- Why would we ask that question? We are going to drag so hard. Um, but anyways, uh, you can also yeah. find us on Gmail at notyourabishnetizens at gmail.com or on Twitter and Instagram. Not Twitter and Instagram, sorry. Instagram and Facebook, which we haven't updated in forever. Sorry, guys. At Not Your Average Netizens. We also have a Patreon. It's $3 a month. You can support us, support the podcast, support Black-owned small businesses. Not trying to guilt you. Obviously, if you have it, please do support. If you don't, whatever. I mean, you know what? You work hard for your money. Do what you want. But that is definitely a great way to support our channel. That or sharing our episodes or interacting with us on on our social medias. Like those are all really great ways of like showing other people that we are amazing and awesome, just like you guys are. So, any last sort of shout outs before we go? Nope. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, I'm a shout out. I'm on Naruto Shippenden. I am 52 episodes in deep, and I'm gonna give a shout out to Shikmaru because he's my favorite. And I can't wait for somebody to beat Sasuke's ass because I hate him so much. And also shout out to Hinata because she's also my favorite. And yeah, I think that's it. We're going to go. Talk to you guys. Well, talk to you guys often, whatever. But we'll see you guys in about two weeks probably. Or if you want to hear us anymore, I'm going to plug our Patreon again because why not do sign up for our Patreon? We have like... A hundred episodes there at least. And it's fun. Yes. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.